This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss from an early age we were consumed by video games i used to literally run home from school just so i could go and level up in runescape i didn't care about girls i wanted xp i wanted money all in the virtual world this sounds kind of cute pretty relatable but there is a huge dark side to video games and that is how they manipulate men it starts with virtual achievements most games have some kind of level system, some kind of rank, some skill, something that you get experience in. And this imitates real life. It's skills that you can level up with grit and hard work. The more hard work you put in, the higher the skill gets. And we, as men, are wired to put in this hard work to level up our skills. That was supposed to be for us to level up our skills in real life, but it is far more convenient to get these virtual achievements because it feels like a form of delayed gratification where you get the level, the reward in the long run after you've worked for it. But it doesn't have the discomfort of delayed gratification. Leveling up in games is comfortable, it's easy, it's enjoyable. Like training your strength on RuneScape. You just kill some cows, kill some moss giants, and it's pretty fun whilst you do that. But whilst you're training your strength level in RuneScape, you aren't training your strength level in real life. and. Training it in RuneScape is far more comfortable than doing it in real life and getting the muscle soreness from going to work out. That is why we have a huge attraction towards these type of video games because we want to level up. We love the idea of getting better and better in life. That is the competitive world that we are in and we have always been in. But video games manipulate this and they make you feel so much more comfortable putting in your efforts into that easy virtual achievement world. Because this way you still get that dopamine, that feeling of achievement, but you avoid the discomfort of delayed gratification and avoiding that discomfort is why we are weak. It is discomfort, it is challenge that creates us into men. And when we forego that challenge for convenience and for comfort, we stay little boys forever. That's you, you're a little boy. Add your butter. Boo boo. You want this with your butter?
You want to stay a boy, then I'm going to treat you like a boy. Hey, putar. Come, sweetie. And you can even make money on these games. That is crazy. From the teenage years, we're putting in time and effort to get rich on these games instead of thinking about real life money. There's a YouTuber I like that you guys might have heard of called Ali Abdul. And this guy, he's told this life story before. And from the age of 13, he was trying online businesses. He's 20 something years old right now. He's been making online businesses, making trying to make money in real life for 13 years or so. And he's a millionaire. He makes 1 million per year. Incredible. And then we have dumbasses like me who had the urge to want to make money, to want to level up. But then I put that into games like RuneScape. So whilst this guy's making money through businesses that changed his future, I was making money on RuneScape by scamming kids, by luring them into the wilderness. And so I want you to imagine all of the effort, the time that you've put into these video games, into these virtual achievements, and imagine what that could have led to if that time was invested in real life. And it's tricky because the more virtual achievements you have, the less real life achievements you can get because the further and further you solidify this video game addiction, the harder it is for you to try and do anything else outside of the video game. And this is a scary phenomenon. This is something that a few guys have, quite a few guys have emailed me and commented about where the video game addiction is so bad that essentially what they do is they play video games all day. That means that in the video game virtual reality world, they're actually quite a high level. They've got a good life in the virtual world. But the moment they're outside of the virtual world, their life is shocking because they haven't gotten any of those achievements in real life. And this is where the addiction comes from. This is why video games, not only are they manipulative, they it acts very similar to a drug where your life outside of the substance gets so much worse and the only time you feel somewhat happy and complacent is when you're on the substance. In cases you experience that, before I even go any further, if you experience this phenomenon of the gamer's addiction where life is shit outside of the game, the, the fix to this is delayed gratification. It's quitting or at least substantially reducing your video game time and embracing the real world for how shitty it is because of your lack of achievement. You have to experience that because that is what you, you deserve to experience because you have not done the actions that would get you those achievements in real life. But there's something to be grateful for. You know exactly how to grind. You know exactly how to level up. There is a benefit from your video game addiction. Real life works exactly like the thing that you've been power leveling since you were 13 years old. We'll talk about what happens after you quit in you know the later part of this video, but it is so common to see people who were addicted to video games, especially MMORPGs where you have leveling and you have money like RuneScape and World of Warcraft. It is so common to see people who nerded those games quit and make a fantastic life for themselves because whether the video game made us that way or our brain is just wired that way, we know exactly how to work hard and work smart to get the achievements that we want. Many, many guys who, for example, played FIFA all their life and were just lazy guys, they don't actually know that you can level up a skill by just getting experience in that skill. I learned that through RuneScape, which means that now when I want to level up my physique, I understand that I just need to get experience in this skill. And every single time I go to the gym, I get 10 experience. So now my strength level is like 60, 70, 80 in real life because I've been power leveling this skill for the last six years. In video games, there is a false sense of brotherhood. There are team games like Call of Duty, which make you feel like you're part of the team, like you're part of this brotherhood feeling. It's interesting that there's a game, Call of Duty, which is one of the most popular games in the world, that emulates 
the the feeling of brotherhood we got from going to war which most of our ancestors got to have we now get that in the virtual world and it's so interesting that one of the most popular games has been able to make us feel this brotherhood where you've got the team that you always play with you've got the ranks and you've got the status and you've got the the prestige all of this makes us feel like we're in some kind of male circle and it's very interesting that most of the people who are in this male circle are in it as almost a substitute for sports because sports is something that we get this brotherhood with it's something that we get this achievement this feeling of teammates it's a stereotype but it is pretty true that most people who are nerdy gamers don't play as much sports as other boys which means that this brotherhood this team playing game was the equivalent to us playing sports and us getting the, the feeling of brotherhood getting the feeling of being part of a team and that makes it so much harder to quit with things like Discord and being able to speak to your friends every single day, it is completely tied into every part of our masculinity. And that makes it so, so difficult to quit because now if you want to quit video games, you also essentially quit being friends with everyone in this brotherhood. You lose your team. So what happens when you quit? It's no coincidence that there's so many stories online of guys who quit and their lives got so much better. Look through any body transformation video on YouTube and pretty much all of them start with the guy saying, oh, I used to play World of Warcraft for eight hours a day and I was really skinny and then I quit and then I started lifting some weights and now look at me, I get all the girls, I'm confident, I really like life. When you quit video games, you deprive yourself of those virtual achievements and that sense of brotherhood. You feel lost you feel like you are literally being deprived right now and that is a good thing because that is the feeling that fuels us to go and get these achievements in real life but when we keep hiding away from that feeling of real life being inadequate and we just keep diving deep into the, the game we never give ourselves the huge motivation the desire to get these achievements in real life when you quit you feel like trash you haven't been doing your homework for the last three years you've got average below average grades your parents are disappointed in you you've got some mental health problems you're skinny you're fat life's not good and it's far easier to not quit, but if you do, you now have such a huge reason to make your life better. Lucky for you, you've probably been playing games which have taught you how to level up in real life. Eventually, the longer it's been since you quit and the more time you've invested into your self-improvement, the better your real life reality becomes. But there is gonna be that transition period where you went from being level 138, max level dragon slayer, to now just being a loser. This gap here is where most people go back to the video game because it's instant gratification. It was far better for them to be right here. But if you just go over this gap, keep on working on yourself and eventually you get those real life achievements that actually make you proud, give you self-love, then, then you're fine. It's like you don't even need the external stimulus of games anymore. I am a full RuneScape nerd. I have about 5,000 hours on that game, maybe more. I can't even play it anymore. I haven't even tried to play it in the last eight months or so. But before that, when I was in university, I would try to play it and... I just used to think, what, am, what the fuck am I doing? One hour spent leveling up my strength level here when I could just go to the gym. Why would I do that? Why would I make the choice to level up my account on this game when I can just make the rest of my life better with that same time? Now you expect me to say, oh, but, but moderation is key, everything uh, balance is key. Shut up, bro. I don't believe there's such a thing as balance or moderation with video games for most people, for most people who are addicted to it because no one's playing one hour a day. 
Don't lie to me. No one is playing one hour a day. It makes you feel nice to say, oh, you know, but the last hour of the day I unwind, but it's not one hour because you start way before bedtime and you extend your bedtime to keep playing for three, four hours in a night. No one is playing for one hour. Because if you say, I'm going to play for one hour, the moment that time starts, you've already, you're already down. You don't even have an hour. It's already 59 minutes, 50 seconds. And by the time you've loaded up the game, your dumbass friend who's making food first is ready. You've got literally 36 minutes. You've got less time than it takes to play one League of Legends game. No one is playing one hour a day, which means that balance in this does not exist. It's either you're playing too much or you don't play at all. And let's just, you know, okay, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you're playing exactly 60 minutes a night and that's not too bad because you're, you're grinding for the rest of it. You're being a big man, yeah? Well, a lot of people say, oh, but it's, you know, it's rest. It's rest at the end of a hard day, but it's not. Your brain is not rested when you play these games. When you stop playing the game for the night, you don't feel rested. You don't feel like cognitive, cognitively, it's not a word I'm trying to say, cognitively healthy after stopping playing, you know, you've had the gaming period done for the day. You don't, because it, it's not rest for your brain. It actually keeps your brain active in a competitive mode in just processing stuff. That is not rest. That is not unwind. You want rest and unwind from your grind? Absolutely agreed. I, I vouch, I preach for that. But you will not get that rest from video games. You'll get it from napping, from exercising, from meditating. I'm gonna say again, because for some reason, this doesn't seem to be common sense for most guys. There is going to be that transition period where it's difficult. You have been solidifying this habit for so long that when you eventually want to quit, it's gonna take some transition period. If you're trying to quit and you've got this shitty mindset that, okay, I'm, I'm you know, I deleted, I uninstalled League of Legends, like a dumbass, bro. Anyone who, who quits video games by uninstalling their games, just know that I think you're a dumbass because that is not how you quit any addiction. Like, oh, I uninstalled League, Hamza, are you proud of me? I uninstalled social media, I threw away the junk food. Just, why are you being a dumbass? Why are you being a little boy? Sweetie, speak to me like a boy and I'll treat you like a boy. Oh, I, I uninstalled League of Legends, I deleted the game. It takes you two minutes to download it again. That isn't you doing anything special. That isn't something I'm going to be proud of you. Keep the, the game on your computer. I haven't played any of the games in so long. I've still got all of them installed on my computer because uninstalling them is for dumbasses who just want to tell other people that they're quitting video games. The whole point is that we want you to have the game on your PC, but you just decide not to play it because you're going to go and work out instead. You tell me that. I'm going to be proud of you. You tell me, oh, at 6 p.m. I usually play League of Legends. I usually play RuneScape or something. But yesterday I just did some push-ups and said I did some reading. I would be so proud of you. There is going to be that transition period. You're going to quit. You're going to be embracing real life and real life's kind of shitty because you haven't gotten those achievements. But you're going to have to do day one at some point. Day one of prioritizing real life achievements. Day one can either be tomorrow or it can be in five years from now. It's your choice. That's something I can help with. I quit video games and I was, I played them every single day for what, 10, 13, 14 years. I've helped a couple guys quit or at least severely reduce how much time they spend on video games, gotten them exercising, improving their mental health, gotten them reading, actually being productive and disciplined for once. I do self-improvement coaching. The link is in the description, click on it and we might do a one-to-one -to -one together. Turn on the post notifications if you want to see more videos from a somewhat unconventional small YouTuber. I talk about young men's self-improvements. Every month I coach one person for free and I pick that out through my email newsletter subscriber list. The link's in the description, you subscribe to that, you also get one email from me every Sunday which is about self-improvement, about making muscle, getting girls, getting confident. Every single month 
I coach one person for free, so it could be you. Finally, if you're just recently getting into self-improvement, I've got a playlist titled Self-Improvement Essentials. You should watch that. It's just come up on screen. Take care, motherfucker. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.